0: Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of Pro Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy
1: the show! Hi, I'm Gabe. Hi, I'm Vashita. I'm Kelly.
2: Welcome back. Yes. Um, okay, so there's a lot going on. Um, some, uh, some good news, some bad news. We'll start with the bad. Uh, we're down one more clinic in the state of Ohio. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. definitely bad news, unfortunately. Yeah.
2: Uh, Akron Women's Medical Group has made the decision to close the doors, uh, along with them goes, uh, so they're the surgical abortion provider, uh, mm-hmm. what we think of as the abortion clinic. They have a separate facility called the Cleveland Women's Medical Group
1: okay.
2: uh, that was also providing, uh, you know, their doctors had the ability to prescribe right. medication, abortion, you know, ab- abortion medication. <laughs> uh, that facility is also closing the door. So it's just the owners made the decision to close, as businesses do. Um, but what really is terrible is we don't have a way... Uh, as advocates for patients, you know, doctors don't have a way of replacing these facilities.
1: Absolutely. So being down one more clinic means that people in that area, northeast Ohio, um, are going to have to find a different avenue when they want to get a, an abortion. So on top of the, I would say, mental anguish of going through that, you also have to be um, emotionally ready to to not have a safe place or a, a close place to go to. Right.
2: Right. Um, You know there, there fortunately are other options. uh, Obviously in Northeast Ohio, there's preterm, there's Planned Parenthood's Bedford Heights location, Um, there's the Northeast Ohio uh, clinic. I can't remember the proper name of it. Um, It's in uh, Cuyahoga Falls. So there are other clinics in that area, but they're still serving the same base of women that they've already been serving.
1: Exactly. So now you have twice as many women coming.
0: Yes. Yeah, you have longer wait times. Absolutely. Longer. First days until your appointment, so I'm going to push back like when you have your abortion, possibly even into the second trimester.
2: Right. Uh, so this this is definitely terrible news. That uh, you know we're working to continue to support all of our open uh, clinics. There are still eight surgical abortion facilities across the state of Ohio. You can find all eight listed on our website. We'll put a link in the show notes. Um, but this is this is bad news.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we fight hard to try to keep. Um, Access to safe and and legal abortions um, You know And keep the clinics open And then you know We have something like this That comes up And it's kind of You know A sad day for all of us Right And our eight clinics Don't just serve Ohio They also serve Indiana And West Virginia And
0: Kentucky So
2: Yeah Yeah
0: Because those states Each have like only one clinic I know in Kentucky And I think West Virginia too So
2: Well And and in Pennsylvania Where they, they have clinics But it's similar to our setup. Mm-hmm. Um you know there there's a perfectly good abortion clinic in Pittsburgh but if they don't have an opening for you it doesn't do you any good Exactly <laughs> right. um you know many times we've been asked what is the most extreme abortion restriction uh, and have really come to realize that the most extreme one is the one that if you're in the waiting room or trying to get into that waiting room and that's the restriction that's blocking you right. that's the most extreme restriction Absolutely. for you
0: Right, can't you even know. get your foot in a door. Right, I mean, we had two week waiting times for your first appointment at the clinic that I worked at. So yeah, it can it can really be a barrier.
2: Right. Um, so we're working to get around that. Uh, I was talking about this with the team at Lady Parts Justice last week uh, up in Cleveland. They did a really terrific comedy show uh, to to benefit uh, preterm uh, to entertain you know the Planned Parenthood staff that uh, that are up there. Uh, and and the Cleveland uh, area community. They did a great job uh, and then hosted a hot tub party in the preterm parking lot uh, at at four on Friday. They
0: just brought their own hot tubs? They
2: brought their own hot tub.
1: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) It,
2: it was like a rental hot tub on a trailer, and they just rolled it in and so weird. set up some tables and wow. chairs. And so, why
1: not? It's a party.
2: Yeah, some speakers. <laughs> I, I guess they asked the clinic. They said, "Hey, you know what would what would be helpful?" Uh, because preterm has had broken windows in the past. Had their fence stolen. Uh, and they've been, you know, getting donations from the community to replace all of these things. They've been working through these challenges, uh, and the staff has just been, I think, kind of exhausted from all of that, plus the stress of operating an abortion clinic. And they said, you know, it'd be really fun. What if we had a hot tub party? <laughs> and they threw a damn hot tub party <laughs> in their parking lot. That's,
1: That's awesome. amazing. Yeah, yeah, super funny.
2: Um, So that was really great. Uh, The other thing that Lady Parts Justice is doing uh, as they continue with their tour across the country uh, is um, beginning a campaign called Expose Fake Clinics. That's their hashtag, Expose Fake Clinics, uh, to bring attention to how destructive crisis pregnancy centers are in our communities. So... Uh, I know we have CPCs, Kelly. You are going to be talking to folks uh, about CPCs in Cincinnati tonight. Yes, uh, they're bad.
0: They are bad, and there is a lot of them. There is a lot more of those than there are of abortion clinics. I mean, there is at least yeah, there is at least two by the center um, or by the abortion clinic here in Columbus on Main Street, and then there is at least another one by Founders. So they're they're everywhere, and they are not licensed medical facilities, and they like to bring... Well, basically, they, uh, they like to deceive people. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. You go in, you say, I think I'm here for an appointment for an abortion. They go, they take your name, and then they waste your time, and then you've missed your actual appointment at the abortion clinic across the street that has a very similar name.
2: Right, which you might have waited two weeks for.
0: Yeah, so now you have to reschedule your day one.
1: So you could be looking at... Three four weeks for your abortion, right? And these are the clinics that um, some people f- felt uh, compelled to give money to. <laughs> some people, yeah,
2: <laughs> right. So we now give one million dollars uh, of. <laughs> yeah, we did that. We did the uh, Doctor Evil uh, <laughs> meme on Twitter. Uh, Ohio now gives a million dollars to these to, to the anti-abortion groups that run crisis pregnancy centers. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't even like saying that we're giving it to the, the centers because that sort of has some air of legitimacy no, to No, we it.
0: are taking it from exactly. TANF funds. Right. Right.
2: You know, it's it's money that should be going towards low income Ohioans for Absolutely uh you know, for for need as they go. Through. Yeah,
0: important yeah, actual tangible help as opposed to just yeah. like eh, here's some lies and some pretty words.
2: Right. Um so uh, Ohio's not alone. Uh, we're not the only state that funds these facilities. Uh, Texas and so, has given
0: a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so Lady Parts Justice said, you know, enough is enough. We're going to really start to expose the fake clinics. Uh, so uh, you can check it out at exposefakeclinics.com. There's lots of information, including uh, a study that NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio did a few years back to look at you know, where are these facilities across Ohio? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. How do they operate? Um, you know, we, we make the statement quite frequently that they lie to women, that they're deceptive. Uh, and our staff wanted to be able to verify that. And so they actually had people go into clinics to get yes. real answers. <laughs> and what they found was shocking. It's a bunch of lies. Um, you know, so we actually have had firsthand experience with our staff and volunteers uh, in these facilities. Uh, they got lied to for fun
0: yeah. um,
2: and then wrote it down. I
0: mean, they'll even tell you that you're a lot further along in your pregnancy than you actually are just to right. make it like, so you think you can't have an abortion like because mm-hmm. you thought you were seven, but it turns out you're 17 and no, you're actually seven. Right.
2: Well, but if if you were waiting two weeks to get in there, and then that's the door that you walk into, and it's another three weeks, it might be the situation where they're lying to you about how far along you are, or it might be that they've just thrown you off so much that now you actually are farther along by the time you get into a real clinic. Maybe you've missed the the window for Mm -hmm. the less expensive, simpler medication abortion, and now you're looking at a more expensive, harder-to-schedule surgical procedure. Absolutely. Which which you're, because it's more expensive and harder to schedule.
1: You may not be able to afford or be able to get. That's right. And that's their goal.
2: Yeah. So um, everybody should go to exposefakeclinics.com. Great website that they put together. There's a ton of stuff with that same hashtag uh, all over social media.
1: Spread the word. Let others know. Um, (laughs) Go protest. Yeah. (laughs) All of the above. (laughs) Right.
2: Uh, So that's what we're looking at here uh, across the state of Ohio. Uh, nationally, uh, we've been watching the US Senate. Uh, they've been working on uh, their effort to uh, destroy Obamacare uh, in, in whatever way they decide on.
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. Re- <laughs> repeal and replace, repeal right. and don't replace, now it's just fail. Okay. Right.
2: Um, the big news that broke yesterday uh, out of Arizona was Senator John McCain. Um ha, now has a brain tumor, Kelly, you were able to
0: say the name I, of it I think it's pronounced glioblastoma, right. which Good is a job. <laughs> I wasn't going to attempt <laughs> a very, very aggressive form of brain cancer, yeah. and it's it's there's a very low chance of survival.
1: so I guess the chances of survival even with treatment are about fourteen months. Mm, I mean that's a high estimate yeah, high I mean, estimate. yeah, that's that's why I read, so, mm-hmm. wow. yeah, pretty luckily
0: for Senator McCain. He has very good health insurance. Right.
1: Yeah. Somebody um, else with the same uh, form of brain tumor may not even have. So their chances to be a lot lower. And
0: I have heard, like, whispers violent. on Twitter of somebody appealing to Senator McCain about brain cancer. Like, the, the, their husband had brain cancer and did not, like, take away insurance. And his advice was to move out of Arizona. So Oh. Okay.
2: Well, there's... That's one thing. I mean, the idea of people having to move to improve their health insurance thing is, right. is not
1: everyone's not financially able to do that,
2: right? So it, that's that's not something that's not a real solution for yeah, people. It's
1: not idea, um,
2: you know. And so it, we, you know, we wish the best for uh, Senator McCain, um, but you know, this gives us a really great example of how important access to health insurance is for
1: exactly you, you never know for know. all
2: people. You shouldn't. Uh, have to rely on being in the U.S. Senate uh, to yeah. beat something like cancer.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: so uh, you know, I I think it. I think for the the politics of this bill, it's going to completely change. The bill, Hopefully. pretty much was already shot down. Yeah. Uh, enough Republicans had come out and said no; they're not voting for uh, the Senate version of what um, of what B-R-B-C the House passed.
0: BRBC BRCA?
2: Yeah, I don't know what that stands for. There's uh, too
0: many acronyms these days <laughs> The
2: the rotten bill that the Senate was going to pass That yeah. one was dead And then they were going to push up something second That would just be a straight repeal without replacing it Just ripping the rug out from people
0: I think Senator McConnell is actually still trying to push that
2: Sheesh. I don't know I think that one He He, he might be um, but I think everybody across the board understands well, removing healthcare completely from people without giving them something else.
1: Exactly.
2: You know, like we all sort of assume that the thing that they'd replace it with is going to be worse than what they're taking away. But right. just to straight up away, removing yeah. is awful. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets that. So
1: I'm not sure they do, but yeah, <laughs> we do.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Only twenty two million before, now it'd just be thirty two million. It's fine. It's fine. Right, it's fine. Only ten million more.
2: Right. Um, so uh, you know, we're, everybody's watching to see what the what the Senate's going to do. Uh, and you know, what I think is is kind of the silly side of this is it's it's still a train wreck. But McConnell made people cancel their summer vacations just to be able to work on this train wreck. So uh, there's all sorts of staff and reporters.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't, re- I really don't understand why they think they'd be able to get this done in such a short time frame to begin with. I mean, it took two years to pass the Affordable Care Act the first time around. Like right why would you think that you'd be able to repeal and replace it within eight months?
2: And since then, they've had seven full years to work on an alternate solution, and they they never yeah. came up with anything.
0: It wasn't even really an alternate solution. They're just like, we don't like what we have, so we're going to burn it to the ground, and maybe we'll see if there's something else we can do. And by that, I mean not at all.
2: Right. Yeah, we looked it up one time uh, and realized that the United States uh fought and finished all of World War Two in less time <laughs> that they have had to come up with wow. just one bill to improve upon Obamacare. Uh and they couldn't do it. Go so it's figure. like, You know. The greatest generation fought a whole damn war, a world <laughs> war. Uh but you can't come up with a a no, better bill.
0: Maybe, Absolutely not. Maybe instead of torching it, consider like, I don't know, proactive legislation to improve it. Yeah. But that makes too much sense, I think. <laughs>
2: Uh, So uh, somebody is getting something out of this. John Kasich has uh, weighed in with a New York Times editorial uh, on this entire mess in the Senate. Uh, He says that the best next step is for members of both parties to ignore the fear of criticism that can come from reaching across the aisle and put pencil to pad on these and other ideas that repair health care in real sustainable ways. America needs it, and I know that a bipartisan group of governors, including myself, stands ready to help in any way we can to provide an affordable, sustainable, and responsible system of health care for the American people. Um, I mean, he's definitely working on casting himself 2020, as, right. yeah, Mr. <laughs> moderate. Yeah. Um,
0: it's it, It's interesting because he has been relatively good about Medicaid in Ohio, and there are still right. some states in the United States that haven't expanded Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. So I wonder if, like, the republic, <laughs> whatever moderate Republicans may still exist in the legislature would be potentially interested in, like, actually completing the like, med- Medicaid expansion, and uh, I'm just being optimistic here.
1: <laughs> we appreciate that.
2: <laughs> A little bit, but, I mean, I, I think there are members of the U.S. Senate uh, who... You know, they're they're doing a real, legit bit of soul-searching, and it's like, do we want to come across as actual human beings, or do we want to be, you know, Republicans?
0: You know what makes me really <laughs> happy? That no votes have been Republican women. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, you can say what you want to about, like, feminism that doesn't benefit women doesn't mean representation that's good, but, like... I mean, they're Republican women, so I'm clearly not going to agree with them on a lot of things. But sure. like, they're still doing more than the Republican men, right? Um,
2: yeah, that, that definitely does speak to the value of. Uh,
1: they still have that ounce of uh, integrity left.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, the value of electing, you know, more women to office for, yeah, for both period. parties. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which isn't to say that every candidate, uh, you know, of, of the female gender is going to be superior than the men. It certainly sure. wasn't the case down in Georgia. I don't think we're going to get any <sighs> help from Karen Handel. But um, but yes, the the Republican women in the U.S. Senate have been the ones putting the foot down and saying, no, this is a really stupid idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so you know that's uh, that's good, and and fortunately, the Democrats, um, you know, Sherrod Brown, first among them, have been saying no, we are absolutely not going to be removing health care from people. So um, we'll we'll see uh, what they continue to do through uh, through August as as people continue to cancel their vacations.
0: <laughs> Suckers.
2: So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I would have kept the vacation and just phoned it in because you can vote no.
0: <laughs> vote no from their phone, yeah.
2: yeah. Enjoy me on the beach, whatever. Right. Fly back for just the little part that you have to be on the floor and then.
0: Because you have the money and the health care to do it.
2: Right. Wouldn't it be nice? So. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's what's happening in Congress. Uh, then the next thing we wanted to talk about is uh, what's here. What's happening locally? In yes. Columbus.
1: So um, the Black Pride 4, Tuesday, they had their um, protest of the Stonewall community meeting. Right. um, And they actually came uh, very well prepared, I would say. They had a list of grievances as well as demands. Um, I can read them or I cannot. (laughs) Um, But, you know, kind of to sum it up, they they wanted to know why Stonewall had not condemned the police violence that happened at their event. Right. Um, They wanted to uh, have a community conversation without... The Stonewall wanted to have a community conversation without the Black Pride 4 um, and yeah, without that, taking their demands into account. Yeah, they changed the location last minute. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, also said that basically Stonewall has had this longstanding history of ex- exclusion of LGBTQ people of their of color um, and, you know, their recent basically behavior is no exception to that rule. Um, yeah, that. I mean, I was I was at Pride when like the
0: Black Pride force. Yes, you would, were there, yeah, front and center. I was. It was. It was not pretty, um, and it was definitely an, an excessive use of force. I mean, you know, people yeah. people throwing bikes at the protesters, and then you yeah. know, macing everybody, and
1: expecting people to just behave normally no, as as not, if no, nothing's happening.
0: Right? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely, doesn't happen. It definitely is. <sighs> right. I don't even have anything, like, coherent or eloquent to say. Just, I'm... Uh, so, I, so we...
2: Let me read our statement real yeah, quick here. The, uh, our, our statement after the parade happened um, was, NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio cherishes Ohio's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer communities and Ohio's diverse communities of color. We are working to build a state where everyone has the right to make their own reproductive health care decisions and determine if, when, and with whom they have children or create a family. Black and transgender individuals are frequently targeted for violence, even by those who have sworn to protect and service all the police. Reproductive freedom nor reproductive justice can be uh, achieved unless this changes. We call for all charges to be dropped for all individuals in protest at Columbus Pride. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then there was the statement released from the executive
1: director of Stonewall after the fact. That they're calling for the immediate vaccination of? Yes. Carla, yeah. Ro- is it Carla Ro- Rosen, Ro- I think. Yes,
0: but Carla's does. statement itself was, it essentially boiled down to, I'm sorry they don't feel included in this community, which is really uncomfortable, because like, you I'm, are yeah. the one creating this community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, that
2: too. Now let's fix it. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know. no. It's just
0: like... You have an immeasurable amount of power... To change this community to make it more inclusive, and
1: absolutely, so basically not using your platform for the better good, right? That will benefits you.
2: Yeah, Uh, the day of the parade. I mean, I sort of watched, uh, and and I shared uh, the the viewpoint of a lot of people who didn't know what the hell was going on, Um, and you know, uh, saw it. I wasn't at the parade. I saw it mostly on social media. A bunch of, you know. Yeah, a bunch of odd videos put on Facebook, and it's like, oh, holy shit, something's happening at the parade. You know, so your first thought is, oh, no, this is bad. Um,
0: Yeah, it was bad in a different way. It was really unfortunate because it was right in front of the anti-choice, anti-LGBTQ protesters.
2: Right. So then there was a bunch of questions like, what is happening? Why is it happening there? Is this the anti's?
0: It was right where the end of the parade was. Right. So I think that was kind of like the point was like, it was at the end of the parade that we wanted they wanted the uh, the seven minutes of silence, but it was also right in front of like the people who are usually screaming outside the abortion clinics and just right. generally. And I think it's that both time. of those
2: groups just picked City Hall as the backdrop because yeah. that's it's the a very backdrop. poetic drop.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I, there, I imagine there was probably a lot of mixed messages like for people who didn't necessarily know what was going on. Yeah.
2: And, and, and you know, I saw a lot of photos of people who were applauding as the arrests were happening. Mm-hmm.
0: Probably assuming that they were anti-LGBTQ protesters yeah, being arrested. I, I really do.
2: That's think what so. I'm guessing. And I'm hoping, hoping. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I think that during the parade protest, there was a lot of confusion. I came in the next day, just kind of like, Jesus, what? You know, that that was a lot of a lot of confusion still on my part. This you know event very much this more straightforward
0: week.
2: yeah walking into an event that's meant to be a community discussion saying mm-hmm. hey we don't feel included we want to mm-hmm. have our questions answered this is the time to have that dialogue and it yeah. really sounded like the opportunity was not taken up uh, yeah. on the part of Stonewall for Absolutely. for them to say hey we're not being included in this right when you're changing the venue multiple times and you would say no no you are included and and just shutting down that initial you're not, you know, making us part of the discussion
1: It's just still crazy to me. Yeah. I mean if you change the if you
0: change the venue several times, like you're screwing over anybody who uses mm-hmm. public transportation. Yeah. Right. At right. Which like it would be low income people, people of color, like Absolutely. Come on, guys. Right.
2: So um, you know, i I think Our statement then was, we call for all charges to be dropped. We certainly still stand by that. Absolutely. Um, You know, prosecution of these individuals doesn't solve anything here. Not at all. uh, Especially now that their
0: uh, intention, you know, is very clear. Mm -hmm. Um, And the statement, like, you should file a formal complaint. Uh, Do you live in Columbus? Like, (laughs) have you worked with
1: the police? Yeah, absolutely. And that was, like, some of their demands, you know, um... The immediate resignation of the executive director, publicly condemning the Columbus Police Department, and uh, all having all of the uh, charges dropped on the Black Pride for rightfully so.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so we'll continue to to keep a, an a, you know an eye on that. We definitely have. Uh, I was looking at the pictures of people protesting in the room and I was like oh I know her <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, um, for all of our friends that were there um, good job way yeah, to continue keep up the, good the work. conversation absolutely um, you know and and we'll definitely continue to be uh, a part of that as appropriate so absolutely yeah um, So the next thing we've got on our agenda is talking about an NPR story, uh, that I think Kelly and I, uh, disagree on, um, (laughs) about, about the role of birth control as an environmental factor. Okay. Take it away. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. So there's an NPR story that essentially boils down to, if you care about climate change, plan your families. Um, which like on the surface, I don't disagree with necessarily. Like I think it is definitely a good idea to plan how many children you have and, not to, I don't think anybody should have 10 children. I don't like being pregnant the first time. Why would you want to do this 10 times? Oh, my God. (laughs) Some people
1: want large families. They enjoy being pregnant. I am not one of those
0: people. (laughs) Um, And on the surface, I don't disagree. Um, My problem is I think it is a tool that um, people are using to shame people who want to have children, saying, you shouldn't have children. It's bad for the planet. Um, And a lot of this is also like, kind of racist, because the people who are going to be most affected by climate change are people of color and low-income people and, like, people in this, like, coastal cities where most of the population lives. Um, so we're, you know, Florida, you know, has a very large Latino population. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I I don't, on the surface, disagree with it, um, but I also don't think that individualist, uh, individual actions are really what's going to change climate change. It's going to be like systematic change, like you know, participating in the Paris Accord, and, right. and I mean, this is just me wa- waving my little like anti-capitalist flag, but like, sa- it's it's hundred companies that pr- produce seventy-one percent of the emissions and the pollutants that are like in the air. Right. Like individuals are not going to have like any impact on that. It, ha- it has to be systemic change. Uh okay,
2: we're definitely closer than I thought we were from our initial conversation <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: on this. It's almost like my pithy anger isn't really like representative of my <laughs> nuanced view. Amazing.
2: Um, you know, I I went to a high school where the biology teacher was big on teaching us, um, you know, sort of Malthusian population studies, and and yeah, he did all the like the fancy stuff. Um, so uh, you know, I I always went to school with this, you know, this high school biology class about population control, uh, and, and how too many people, um, you know, in, in, across the world are the cause of so many of the environmental problems, you know, I don't think our-
0: it's too many people. I, what I think it is, is like over using or like using too many resources. Like the planet has enough resources for the population that we have. And also like most of the, like developed world has declining birth rates. Like Japan is not going to be able to like take care of its elders because there are so few people who are getting married and having children as it stands. Right. So most of most of the world is not at replacement rate. Even if I have two children, that is not at replacement rate for like the United States.
2: Right. Yeah, um you know, I I think that's that's the biggest um part of the racial side of this is, you know, the the white parts of the world have already dropped their birth rate down. And now we're asking everybody to come down to a level that we're at. And so, you know, it's, it's applying that change to them. And I think, uh, you know, the sides of this that you also see is like China shifting to a more meat-heavy diet. And so that's going to increase the amount of cattle that they have and then the, you know, pollution that the cattle produce. And it's like, no, no, Chinese people don't eat meat. And here we are, you know, with steaks in every plate, uh, you know, in in middle-class United States. Um so, I I think that it birth control has to be a big part of you know environmental solutions moving forward, um, and we should emphasize that it needs to be you know voluntary. The idea of a yeah. one child right. policy is abhorrent. We're yeah, pro absolutely. choice, and yes. the choice needs to be there. Uh, <laughs> there's no forced anything. Um, but you know, I I think this is I think this is all good. <laughs> their their message. Um,
1: I think it is largely good and could use more nuance. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I would have to agree with that. It kind of gets strangely weird at at certain points.
0: I think there was... Let me see if I can find it with any kind of rapidness. Probably not. Uh, No, I'm not going to be able to find it. (laughs) It's probably on Twitter.
2: Uh, A co-author of the study says, I knew this was a sensitive topic to bring up. Uh, Amazing. uh, Kimberly Nicholas said, uh, yeah, (laughs) certainly it's not my place as a scientist to dictate choices for other people, uh, but I do think it is my place to do the analysis and report it fairly. So um, I respect that. Yeah. Uh, Having one fewer child um, reduces uh, 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 58.6 metric tons of carbon emissions per year.
0: Yeah. Um, There's a, a prominent feminist who I won't name who tweeted, having children is one of the worst things you can do for the planet. Have one less and conserve resources, which like, hmm, (laughs) boils down to what this argument is, but is perhaps not the kindest way to put it. No, it's it's
1: not.
2: (laughs) Um, You know, and I think we should note that we're all uh, either parents or parents to be here at this table. So, you know, we like having kids. Gabe Um, has
1: two, I have two. I have one eh, on the way. Kelly has one on the way. (laughs) Um, I think we can all weigh in equally and... Yeah.
2: You know, know, I I think that we all made the choices that are appropriate for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my my nuance boils down to maybe don't stick your nose in other people's reproductive choices. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's
2: a way to sort of demonstrate the value. You know, my mom had five siblings. Uh, I have two siblings. My kid each has one sibling. So um, the benefits of you know, smaller families, right. uh, I think they sort of speak for themselves. And so you don't need to shove your nose in, but just,
1: right. you know, a, life gets I think for better. me, I look at the surrounding circumstances, the, the way the, the world is today, where it's going, and I just kind of think, eh, I wouldn't want to bring another child into this world. <laughs> it gets scarier and scarier, and so for me personally.
2: I just don't want to pay an extra daycare bill.
1: That too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if I have a second Two's one, enough. it'll be when
0: this one's in kindergarten, so.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: But I guess we could kind of use that as a jumping-off point into going into the next one. Yes. Yeah, it turns out uh, reproductive coercion's not cool. Uh, <laughs> in Tennessee, there's a program in White County, Tennessee, where... Um, Irony. Mm, exactly. <laughs> mm, um, where you can get credit for jail time if you uh, opt in to... The, um, Birth control. So if you're a male, this would mean a vasectomy, and if you're a female, you would get a Nexplanon implant, which lasts for about four years. Um this makes me feel icky.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree.
0: Yeah. It seems a little reminiscent of forced sterilization, which is kind of a like yeah. a, kind of a critique of like the increased um encouragement of using LARC's so long acting release contraceptives, so Nexplanon and IUDs and Etc. is just um, yes, they are very effective, and if you don't want another child for ten, five, mm-hmm. how many years? They're great, but like it can also. I can also see where it would seem very reproductive coercion.
2: Oh, it's absolutely
0: that. Well, certainly in this, yeah, like, where yeah. you're like, oh, you get less jail time if you decide not to have children. Like that's
1: yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you know. It- I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, the way that they put it definitely sounds very, like you said, icky. Makes you feel icky. Um, but you know,
2: well, I, I don't think the funny know. thing. I don't is even know where to go. <laughs> the the individual parts of this are each things separately that we support. Um, True. You know, not having extended jail sentences for crimes that maybe don't deserve them is something that we you know, that's that's a big part of reproductive justice. Absolutely. Um, Down with mandatory minimums. (laughs) Right. Uh, Free access to long-term contraception and vasectomies, something that we support. You combine the two, and yeah, it kind of becomes (laughs) really weird (laughs) in a way that's
0: not appropriate. It's also especially icky since it seems to be uh, targeted or marketed towards minorities Absolutely. and like we low-income We don't persons. want you
1: to procreate. How about you do this experiment for us? That sounds very
0: familiar. Maybe reminiscent of
1: Tuskegee. Yeah. I was, right. And I was going to make that point next. Um, you know, I that's why this doesn't surprise me as much.
0: Yeah. It definitely does not yeah. surprise me, but it does disappoint me.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
2: Um, and not to... Compare the thing that they're offering to women with the thing that they're offering to men, but there, there's a myth out there that a vasectomy is reversible. No. It's really not. Yeah. I mean it, it it's also doesn't theoretically work immediately. possible but yeah. Um, so uh, you know, the next planon it only lasting four years. Right. It's not, you know, it's not a permanent sterilization. Right. I can kind of see, you know, where they're going. I would be much more comfortable if they said, you know what, our prisons have too many people in them. Let's look at ways to responsibly reduce the prison population by shortening sentences,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: granting more paroles. And then after they're out, saying, oh, by the way, here's a free coupon for an next if, right. you choose, if you choose, exactly. there's a Planned Parenthood down the road. It's Absolutely. almost like we should
0: have, like, some kind of package after they get out of prison to yes. help them readjust to that.
1: yeah exactly i wouldn't
0: go like first to birth control but perhaps to like education and like job training and such things like that right but like definitely included in that package Mm -hmm.
2: well i mean if women exit prison and then get uh pregnant straight off the bat then that might be a complicating factor in attempting to re-enter society um Mm -hmm. you know find a job so you know so i have no objection to Including birth control in these sort of things mm-hmm. that they're volunteered, <laughs> right? Know, but not, as,
0: but but definitely not they, as a
1: trade for, yeah, a don't yeah. make it a condition of them being able to get it, out early. So it's yeah. also yeah. only 30 days. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm thinking that would, yeah, no, <laughs> like if you, Interesting. Get, if you get an
0: IUD, you're still bleeding 30 days later, yeah, like, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like, uh, yeah, okay, that just can't even work,
2: <laughs> yeah. No, they they need to they need to work on that. Yeah. So there's, it could be good, but right now
0: it's bad.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Well,
2: it it, it does smack th- of human rights violations. Yeah, way it's absolutely. Right yeah, it's
0: so. definitely, kind of got some uh, some controversy. I think the ACLU was involved in calling it unconstitutional. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No. I agree. So. Okay, on that cherry note, uh, (laughs) let's talk about ways to get involved uh, with reproductive rights here in Ohio.
1: Or, in other words, let's get it on.
2: (laughs) Okay, Kelly, you're going to Cincinnati. What's there?
0: I am going to Cincinnati. It is tonight, so it will be too late for people listening tomorrow. Um, There is a healthcare action night tonight in Cincinnati So there will be folks from Planned Parenthood Me from NARAL Organizing for America For our future And a handful of other folks And we're doing healthcare actions I'll be doing letters to the editor On crisis pregnancy centers um, And then we'll be doing postcards And phone calls And text banking Mm -hmm. um, About healthcare And the Affordable Care Act And talking to Portman and McConnell About like Please don't screw us over last minute. Right. And you have a golf tournament.
2: Uh, yep. In, in Cleveland, there's a golf tournament. Uh, it's the first annual NARAL mini golf. Please don't say first annual. Can you say inaugural? Inaugural. Thank you. <laughs> first annual is what it says on the material that I didn't write. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> inaugural. Uh, so putt-putt golf. Uh, so just as they do the bowl you make a team, you fundraise. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be out uh, golfing. Uh, but like in a fun way in a fun way um they'll be doing that tonight uh in Cleveland uh there will be uh, a a next version of this uh a next event in Toledo next month August 5th -hmm. uh so if you go to our Facebook page or check the show notes um, you can find information on how to mini golf in Toledo on August fifth.
0: I've heard whispers that there might be one in Columbus next or in September, maybe later. Yes. Ish.
2: Not yeah. yet scheduled <laughs> date to be determined. Right. So, uh, but it
1: will be coming, so stay tuned. Yes. Or stand by. Yep. It'll be fun. <laughs> uh,
2: and then we got uh, Portman and Pence.
1: Yeah. To on Friday there is a pro, um, hold on. Portman Pence protest party. With Progress Portman, Ohio I can't say that Portman Pence Protest party Yeah, protest party With Progress Ohio Susie Prog- yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do yeah. sure. <laughs> yes
0: uh, That'll be 3 to 5 At Progress Ohio's I think I think it's at Progress Ohio's Office on Gay Street um, And that's 3 to 5 So there'll be like Sign making And more actions um, Like the healthcare action night Tonight um, And then there's the rally On Saturday At Ohio State Which will be Starting at 4 or 4.30 I don't remember what
2: Uh, Four o'clock at the Ohio Union, uh, this Saturday, July 22nd. Yes. So I may or may not be speaking. Although if you want to speak, you're more than welcome to. (laughs)
0: I'm waiting to hear back. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, And then uh, the 29th is uh, Youngstown Pride.
0: Yes. And there's also a flash mob here with us and Women's March on Washington, Columbus Chapter and Planned Parenthood um, called. It's an "Our Lives on the Line" flash mob, right? And that'll be at the United Methodist Church. Sure, I think so.
2: Information's on our Facebook yeah. page.
0: Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> Click on events. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah,
0: but they'll, you know, it'll be fun. There'll be a drone. Yeah, and well, letter captains and things. Photo drone. Photo, photo drone. <laughs> <Photone>. I'm Sorry. <laughs> okay.
1: But we have lots going on, so yeah. a lot of ways that people can get involved and come join us, um, come protest. <laughs>
0: yep, and August 1st will be the next stand-up for choice, and that will be benefiting Founders Women's Health Clinic here in Columbus. Nice. And be it. Yes. Ace of Cups. It'll be fun. Awesome. Cool. It always is fun.
2: Okay. Um, and then uh, rounding it out, August 22nd will be the next Repro Health Happy Hour at Growl in Columbus.
1: And I will not be there yes good luck but <laughs> gay okay, will yes and I'll probably uh, be there with him yeah Yay. it'll be fun okie oak.
2: and with that we'll see everybody next week bye bye, bye.